Here's our first ESPN Big Monday doubleheader of the season. R.J. Davis, number four in North Carolina, lead the ACC. They host Wake Forest 7 Eastern. That's off to Allen Fieldhouse for number three, Kansas in Cincinnati. Should be a great night of hoops, also available on the ESPN app. Yeah, they might. It might be four, but R.C., you know who's number one in the country. Oh, I've heard. R.C., I've heard. Set. Tell everyone it's they want to UConn. Know. There we go, my guy. All right, how we doing? Doing well. What's up, you? Guy? I like the fit. Thank you, thank you. We haven't had I'm everyone just, in the studio in just a bit, but we miss you, Shannon. But we'll see you in well, a minute. Well, I, th- I, th- I think yeah. what, what we're continuing to show is that everyone else's New Year's resolution was just a wish that they would be the best dressed. It was, oh. more, it was more so like people were saying, oh, come on, I, I, I come hope on, to be. Right, right, right. Like yeah. it, when in truth, we all knew what it was. No, it was no, going to be I, Molly, I, I did and it. then it was going to be I, me. I, I did it, but I will concede this, though. You know, you got one up on me because I didn't think about this. You see, this, I mean, I know you got multiple jobs, mm-hmm. but in the same way, you know, you a male model, Mr. Modern Day Zoolander and stuff <laughs> like that. Don't hate so you on get, him. So you get to get, no, I'm not hating on because the brothers fly. I'm saying you got those options. Me, I got so many business things going. I got to dress business. Oh, so you leave, so you leave straight from here oh. to the business world. I actually do. I actually do, oh. to be quite honest with you. But I'm just saying, oh. I had to give okay. credit because we're credit not we're not business <laughs> women and businessmen. Well, you, I don't know. You know, excuse me. Don't get me started with you taking a photograph every five seconds. Don't even get me started. With that. That's why you're doing it. So y'all got <laughs> me. That I don't want to <laughs> hear it. You literally well, listen, have pulled me aside before and said you're the worst marketing this, that, the other thing. And now I actually am active on social. Social media and but you're, you're active on social media. Right. That doesn't mean that I have all the more. I have a question. How I y'all? Got, there's adjustments. How did y'all get Unk here? Not that he got Saturday Night Live. I mean, I mean, how did you get him? I started at the club. I started to call this sick. I ain't mad at you, bro. I, ain't mad. I saw that skit on Saturday that Night Live. Hell. I fell out of my chair. It, hilarious. it was hilarious. Congrats, though. Congrats, man. Congrats, That's all congrats, congrats, yeah. No doubt. Well deserved. Shannon, you're crushing it on all the platforms. Yes, sir. And we're, <laughs> and we're so lucky to have you, especially yeah. that yes, super you We had the highest Happy rated show here. ever That's that right. Monday, and obviously right. Shannon was a part of no it. No question. All right. Get into the games. Sunday's AFC Championship game between Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson will mark the seventh conference championship between starting quarterbacks who had won at least one NFL MVP entering the game. Last time we had one was in 2020 between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Meanwhile, Lamar, he hears all the criticism. You know I heard that. <laughs> I've seen it. I, ain't, I don't even got to hear it. I see it, you know. But it is what it is. I really don't care about what people say. You know, I'm, I'm trying to win um, day in, day out. Every time I'm on that field, I'm trying to play to the best of my ability. Those guys just had, you know, had our team number in the past. But it's a different team, like I've been saying. And we just got to stay locked in on what's ahead of us. All right. R.C., tell me this. This is, a, I think, a tough question. Which quarterback's more dangerous right now? I mean, after we just yeah. saw Patrick Mahomes yeah. last night, or is it Lamar Jackson? So I'm, I'm going to say Lamar Jackson. And these questions are hard because I'm not picking Lamar Jackson because I don't believe in Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Because I do. I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL now. And to me, already the second greatest behind Tom Brady and inching up closer to him. But when you look at who Lamar Jackson is now, Lamar Jackson is a reluctant runner of the football. 
And still, when he runs it, you can't get him on the ground. Go back to that fourth and one naked bootleg call. And Lamar Jackson is in the open field, and he's making it look like Little League. It's back to the play that Tom Brady was talking about him making in high school where he stopped and the dude flew out of bounds. Lamar Jackson treats NFL athletes like high school athletes when he has the football in his hand. But then the passing game is different now. Last year, the Baltimore Ravens, with Greg Roman as the offensive coordinator, faced heavy boxes, which means eight people or more, the fourth most in the entire NFL. This year, the 14th. Why? Because Lamar Jackson can throw the football. Because Zay Flowers is on the outside. Isaiah Likely is making big plays. You have Odell Beckham Jr. You have Nelly on the outside. Rashad Bateman. This is a different team. And one of the plays from this game that stands out the most for me is Jalen Petrie breaking up a touchdown attempt to Isaiah Likely. And Isaiah Likely looks at Lamar Jackson and he points up in the air like this and Lamar taps his helmet. The later touchdown in the game, Isaiah Likely is covered by Derek Stingley. And what does Lamar do? He puts the football up and gives him an opportunity to go up and catch the ball. That's the evolution of Lamar Jackson as a passer. And period, point blank, no matter what you say, I'm talking DBs, linebackers, running backs, wide receivers. Lamar Jackson, per position, is the most athletic player in the entire NFL. And we're getting to see all of that on display. I will say this to you. I respectfully disagree. Not disagreeing with anything that you said to highlight and crystallize yeah. Lamar Jackson's ability and his greatness because it is greatness. No question about it. But I have to take into account history from the standpoint mm -hmm. you in four matchups against Patrick Mahomes, you're, th you're one and three if you're Lamar Jackson, mirroring your playoff record until this past weekend, okay? That's number one. Number two, in those matchups, when we're talking about Josh, you know, Patrick Mahomes versus Josh, um, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson, I'm thinking about the fact that this brother's just, uh, what he's doing right now 3-0 record, 35.7 points per game in three playoffs. That was against Josh Allen. He's gone to the sixth straight AFC title game. We know how great he is and what have you. So we got to take all of that into consideration as well. And I'm just looking at it from that perspective, averaging over 300 yards passing against Lamar Jackson, completing over 70% of his passes, where Lamar Jackson isn't even at 60% when he's going up against Patrick Mahomes. Here's why I'm bringing this up, Ryan and Shannon, because – Shannon talked about moments. Yeah. Stay with me on this because you guys would know better than me. I'm talking to two Super Bowl champions here. I'm thinking it's different now. Mm -hmm. See, when you go into the playoff game against a rookie and C.J. Stroud, who you know is a young stud yeah. and is going to have his day in the future, right? That's entirely different than going up against a two-time Super Bowl champion who's considered the greatest quarterback in the game today mm -hmm. and arguably one of the great, if the greatest ever. Yeah. And so when you look at that guy and he's on that opposite side of the field, all of a sudden you can get on the field. I'm not saying Lamar Jackson's going to do this, fellas. But you can get on the field and get a bit tighter because you know you can't afford mistakes the way that you could against somebody else because this dude just happens to be that special. That's what going against when, when, I just wanted to give y'all this insight as a reporter. That's what we get when real reporters get this when they talk to guys like y'all. Now, now, you're not just looking at somebody's ability. You're not just looking at moments. You're looking at the quality of the competition because the competition can make you tight.
Yep. The competition can make you say, yo, this is a different challenge. And going up against this brother right here, whatever I did before, is it, it has to exceed that. The fact that Patrick Mahomes is coming in to Baltimore and is so experienced at getting to conference championship games and ultimately the Super Bowls, having that dude across the sideline from you, there has never been a moment in Lamar Jackson's career, Shannon, where we're going to be able to look at him and say, yo, we're going to find out what you made of now only because of that dude across the field. That's what I'm saying. I, I agree. I, I think the thing is, this had to be. The two best quarterbacks in the game, they needed to go through each other. Lamar Jackson needed to go through Patrick Mahomes, last year's MVP, and this year's MVP, which will be Lamar Jackson. In order for us to get to our destination, which is Las Vegas and the Super Bowl, it needed to go through It needed to go through Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen would have been a great story. The Buffalo Bills, I get that. But for Lamar Jackson, Stephen A., that guy that's 1-3 against Patrick Mahomes, that's not the same guy. I agree. I agree. He a different. He, he a different cat now. But he was a he kid show then. Doesn't he? I agree. He, yeah, but doesn't he have yeah, to show it this weekend? Yes. That's all I'm yes. saying. Yes. He understand. They understand that Kansas City has been here, done that on multiple occasions. Mm. So they're not going to be in awe of the moment. Okay. But Lamar Jackson, given the way he's played the entirety of the season, especially the last 12, 13 weeks of the season, and into the playoffs, he's a different animal now. Yep. He's much more – and he's always had dynastic legs. He's always been able to run away from people. He can throw the football with pinpoint accuracy now. Now what do you do? Because now he's not hesitant. If it's not there, he's gone. He's not, look, he's not looking to run. He will trust his receivers. He'll trust Flowers. He'll trust Bateman and Likely and Odell. But, hell, he will have no – he has no problem. You turn your back on him, he knows his man coverage, he's out the gate. And when he's out the gate, it's, a de it's demoralizing. His running is like Steph Curry shooting the three. Stephen A., we know how demoralizing when Steph Curry starts shooting that three and he starts shimmying. That's Lamar Jackson when he starts running. It's demoralizing. And it's so hard when you get a team on third down, RC, you know this. All we try to do is get you on third down and get you off the field. Yep. It is so hard to get them off the field when Lamar Jackson is in his bag. And even fourth down, John Harbaugh is, is not hesitant to go for it on fourth down because he has the utmost confidence. I tell people all the time, I want somebody to love me like John Harbaugh loves Lamar Jackson. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for in my life. I want somebody to love me like John Harbaugh loves L. Jack. Because he has the utmost confidence in it. Well, first wait, wait, off, wait, wait, I'm gonna say this: you got 50 million views, but I mean, I, hey. I mean, damn, I mean, that's an all-time record. I mean, I think hey, you've got, I think you've got love. Hey, I think hey, you've no. got love, Jay. Jay. I, 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 I think, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about a, a, a Quita. I'm thinking about, a, I'm thinking about a Sue. That's who I'm talking about. The love. I'm about to say, I, hey. know, I know they love me. I know they love Unc. Shay Shay, I'm gonna say this yeah. though. I done heard some of your uh some of your dating yeah, yeah. advice. Uh -huh. It might be a reason you single. That's right. Hey, hey, that's right. Go hey, 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 we gonna hey, 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 RC is absolutely right. We gonna have that discussion another day, Shay Shay. We gonna have that discussion another day. You say so wow, wow. Wait, hold on. Shannon, Shannon, you're giving dating advice now? I do. 
I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Go ahead, RC. It ain't really advice. It's not advice. Hey, you got some requirements it's and some quirks yes. that everybody oh, yes. ain't cool with. Are they a little uh, suspect? Yo, bro. Yeah. Yo, yo, let me test that. That is a podcast. And, and it's a, I give the advice. Stephen A. That always brother. tries to give no, 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 no. advice. I give too. the advice. Yeah. That brother right there, Molly, yeah. if you hear, I'm trying to I mean, to I hear a lot of his stuff. It's, it's, but... His requirements. Oh, God. His requirements oh, are must see. Okay. They are only must see if you are a mature adult. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right. okay, Disney family <laughs> show uh, morning right. program. We ain't bringing it up. Yeah. We ain't bringing it on here. By the way, no. I just want to say for the record, I want to see Lamar Jackson win the Super Bowl. I want to see Lamar. I want to see the Ravens and the Lions. I think we all well, I think we all want to see Lamar Jackson yeah. win the Super Bowl. Outside yeah. of Detroit. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ. Quick take, let's get it, SA. History was made in college basketball as Stanford's women's coach Tara Vanderveer passed Duke legend Coach K to become the winningest head coach in NCAA history. SA, your reaction to that Uh, moment? Phenomenal feat, no doubt about it. Was she a four-time national champion? She's been to 14 uh, Final Fours, for crying out loud. I mean, she's uh, she's accomplished so many great, great things in her career, and she's the all-time winningest coach in NCAA history. Division one, two, or three. Yeah. Okay, and so she deserves an incredible amount of credit. You know, you you talk about her in the same breath as uh, you know a Kim Mulkey, um, who's now at LSU. Obviously, the late great Pat Summit at Tennessee, and of course the one and only Gina Ori. There we go. Um, you know, well, nobody's won more championships than him. There He's got eleven. So I mean, okay. you have to have to stay with you. You, you got to give major, major props. She's on the Mount Rushmore. I mean, it's really what it comes down to. Yes. So major props and congratulations to her. Absolutely. Uh, all right, let's keep it rolling, guys. Back to the NFL. News over the weekend with the Cowboys. League sources telling ESPN that head coach Mike McCarthy is not expected to receive any sort of extension and will coach the 2024 season 
on an expiring contract. Meanwhile, there's drama brewing in Big D. So after Micah Parsons' brother Terrence posted a response to a tweet on Dak saying, I'm questioning your future take, 40 million or pack your bags, Micah Parsons had to put out a post saying in part, quote, any comments made by Terrence Parsons Jr. are his and his alone. And finally, Dak's brother, Tad, posted, quote, if I could get Dak to leave Dallas, I would. I, too, want him out of Dallas. The city and organization have been great to he and our family, but done with the drama and the so-called fans. But he loves this team and wants to bring it rings. Okay. Keeping in the family there in Dallas, Stephen A. Uh, tell me this. Is this little drama something or nothing? Oh, it's something. And I think it's beautiful. I'm having an absolute ball with it, Shannon. I must confess. I mean, this was hilarious to me. Dallas Cowboy fans turning against Dallas Cowboy fans. This is beautiful. I mean, talk about the disruption. I mean, I want. I, I have this as a badge of honor, Shannon, that I've caused this kind of disruption. Yes, <laughs> because they think about the media. They're reacting to the media. They're reacting to the public outlash against the team. You got family members that are frustrated and all of this, all of this dissension. I love it. I just love it. This is what. This is exactly what they deserve. Now, in all seriousness. Let me say this. Micah Parsons is a good brother, and he's a real brother. And, 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 and let's be very, very clear. The man is, I appreciate his statement more than you know, Molly and Shannon, because he's not a liar. Yeah. And if he says that's his brother's comments and his alone, I certainly didn't tell him to say, take that man as his word. He's telling you, I'm a grown man. My brother does not speak for me, okay? I think his brother owes him an apology for having to put him in a position where he has to explain that. I know, Shay Shay, that we've discussed in the past that, you know what, like if Sterling was to say something, that's your brother. You know, of course, I yes. get that and I understand Yes. That. But notice how Micah Parsons didn't deny anything that his brother said. He just said, I speak for me. You understand what I'm saying? Right. No, I don't need my brother speaking for me. I will speak for me. So I respect that. In the case of, of Tad Prescott, I know they've been through a lot as a family. My heart goes out to them. I know Dak is a good brother the whole bit. But you don't get to whine and moan now. You've been bloviating for years. Your brother played like garbage. That is a fact. That doesn't mean that Dak Prescott is not a damn good player. It doesn't mean that he's not a damn good quarterback. But the bottom line is, as you pointed out, Shay Shay, moments arrive and Dak Prescott has yet to answer the call. That's yes. on Dak. That's not up on Cowboy fans. That's not on the Cowboys organization. That's on your brother, Dak Prescott. So the big brother, Dad, you know, whining and moaning about his brother having to deal too much. I'm over it. You weren't over it when they were en route to winning 12 games. You weren't over it when they were sticking out their chest, bloviating about how they were looking forward to going to Vegas. You weren't bloviating. You wasn't doing all of that when, 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 you, when you was looking for your money, okay? So don't sit up there and whine now. In the end, Shannon, it comes down to this. We've got a clear depiction of why the Cowboys can't win. You got a bunch of cats on there that can't handle the vitriol. They can't handle the pressure of being associated with America's team. And if you remember this, Shannon, and I'll give you the floor after saying this. If you remember this, before the season began, I told y'all I was in Vegas for the Errol Spence Jr. Terrence Crawford fight. Yep. And a whole bunch of Cowboys were there. And yep. what were my words, Shannon? I said, yo, they believe in themselves defensively. But when you bring up Dak, they're like, man, he, he, he better step up. He better get it done. 
That You're was saying their players are saying players. that? I said this right here on first take. Before the season began, they were like, they were hopeful, and they wanted to believe in him. But that was their trepidation. Can I ask that was their offensive question. or defensive? I'm or not do you telling not you who. Okay. I'm not so giving I'm, names. I'm not giving no, any indications. No, I don't want names. But I will say this to you. It was on both sides of the ball. Okay. Both sides of the ball. There was a question mark, Shannon, as to whether or not he would step up. And he didn't. The last person that gets to whine is his brother. Respectfully, fall back. Your brother, Dak, did not step up and handle his business. It's a big something. What you didn't mention was C.D. Lamb's mom put something out, too, that she uh, wanted her son to leave because Dak was not here. Stephen, what's your sister's name? Carmen. I got four Carmen. of them, but Carmen, Carmen. is the one you Carmen, get. the yeah. one that you normally mention. Yes, sir. So let's just say this. Carmen goes on her social media. Man, I don't rock with I don't rock with ESPN. They doing my brother wrong, and they need to get their act together. You tell me what people are gonna think. That it's came me. from Stephen A. That came from Stephen A. Even though that's not the case, Carmen is a grown woman that can speak for herself. Anytime a family member, a loved one, a very close friend says something publicly, people will automatically assume, be it true or untrue, that came from said individual that they're responding to. That's just the way it works. I was very mindful to tell my sister and my mom, be careful, because they're going to assume you're speaking for Sterling and Shannon Sharp. That's right. When he said what he said, people are going to believe that's coming from that. When, to, when uh, 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 Michael Parsons' brother said what he said, even though he issued a statement, what was he supposed to do? Yeah, I, I co-signed what my brother said? Absolutely not. That's why you have to be careful. Actually, I called commissioner and asked him could he put the Cowboys back in the playoffs so they could <laughs> lose again so we could do another big number today. That's what I was hoping. Now I'm hoping <laughs> we can put That's them in the one. Super Bowl. Right, Stephen right. A., I want them to be in the Super Bowl so yeah. therefore when they get their eyes beat out, we could do a number like they did in the final episode of MASH, 112 million, that's bigger right. than the Super Bowl, because that's right. what would happen if they got to the Super Bowl and lost. Mm -hmm. This is a big something, and it goes to show you what's going on in Dallas. There's an uprising with their players and the drama surrounding because they're disappointed. They believe that they have the talent to get it done, and when it comes down to it, certain players – now, the defense ain't got no room to talk about Dak. Because they gave it up, Stephen A. They gave up 48 points. I don't know what they talking about. Right. Now, I understand. Well, they, 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 really gave, they really gave up 34 because Dak did throw two interceptions. One was a, six, yeah, he did. a pick six. And the he other did. was at his he own did. damn 20, 30-yard yeah, line. So, did. I mean, he, 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 he gave him about 14 yeah. points. They got 34 yeah. on them. They got yeah. 34 on them. So, so, with that being said, Stephen A., this is a big something. This is a big something because it's Dallas. And it involves their key players. It involves the quarterback. It involves their best wow. defensive player. And, and it involves players. their second-best yeah. offensive player, which is yeah. C.D. Lamb. So this is a big, big something. Oh. And, and they need to get this under control. Content. By the yeah. way, I, I don't even know if we could say he's the second-best offensive player. After Dak's performance, I might have to say C.D. Lamb is the <laughs> best offensive player. Okay. I mean, in all, in, in all seriousness. And, and Shannon's absolutely right. Listen, at the end of the day, you've got family members – talking about them. And so they're a part of that Dallas Cowboy fan base. And now you see the fickleness that exists. No matter how much they support their team, what you're seeing is things coming apart at the seams because it's an indication we've lost faith. And you have a bunch of people, and I've said this before, and they can deny it all they want to. I'm telling you what I know. I'm not guessing. They had question marks about Dak coming into the season. After this performance, 
I'm telling you right now, there's a whole bunch of cats wearing a Dallas Cowboy uniform who do not believe in Dak Prescott any longer. Yeah. And Stephen A., the problem that you have is they said the Cowboys, but they're talking about a particular player on the Cowboys. Yeah. If right. you say, man, the Cowboys in general, right. that can mean anybody. That yep. can mean Jerry. That could be Mike McCarthy. But they're, they're specific in what they're saying. That is the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Very. I'm just happy my sisters aren't on social media. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Quick take. Here we go. Uh, Stephen A., after OSU pulled off the upset win over Iowa, a fan appeared to inadvertently collide with Caitlin Clark, sending her to the ground during a court storm. You saw it right there. Caitlin told reporters afterwards that she got the wind knocked out of her and that it was a, quote, kind of scary situation. That could have been worse. Your thoughts? Well, you got to be careful about it. I love when the fans storm onto the court because I think it's beautiful. It shows the exhilaration of the crowd or whatever. But in the same breath, you got to be responsible. Yeah. Um, and they have an obligation to do that. The fan didn't mean any harm. I, I, from what I'm told, she apologized profusely to Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark accepted her apology. I will tell you this, though. Um, I had to give um, a speech there at Iowa, and 10,000 people showed up to see me with Caitlin Clark, you know, do... You know, I heard they showed up the, for Caitlin. Of course, it for her. Be there, of course it was for her. Of course it was definitely for her. Iowa. My point is, is that they lucky her mama wasn't there. Her mama's no joke. <laughs> Caitlin Clark's mama oh don't God. play. <laughs> don't play at all. She love her baby girl. She's highly protective of her. I, when I saw that, first thing was to make sure she was okay. The second thing looking for her mama. Sure, and the second thing I was looking for was her mama at because the mama might she might have went at the girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she definitely would have went at the school for not having enough no. security there. Honestly, is, I the I, mama Caitlin Clark is no joke. She does not play. I saw I was just kidding you before, but I saw the picture of you two when you spoke together. That crowd was epic. It was unreal. It's All right, uh, let's get back to the NFL where the games were unreal this past weekend. So the lines for the conference championship Sunday are set at ESPN Bet Baltimore, three and a half point favorite over Kansas City in the early game. And then San Francisco, six and a half point favorite over Detroit. So after a wild divisional round, Ryan Clark had this to say on social media. Can you read your own tweet? 
Yo, watching this game with Allen and Mahomes after Baltimore and Lamar yesterday makes me think, how does Brock Purdy beat any of these dudes? Love it. I just feel awkward when I'm supposed to, like, talk for you guys. I, I, I just didn't know if you were going to read it in my voice. And, and that's, that was what, that's what when it gets real awkward. <laughs> and I just am so suburban, and I'm like, I'm just, I can't. All right, uh, here's the deal. So, Stephen, I obviously Purdy and the Niners can't overlook the Lions at all, right? But would a ch what chance would you give Purdy with a potential Super Bowl matchup against Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? I definitely think they'd be the underdog. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, and that, I think that's going a long way considering what we once thought of San Francisco just weeks mm -hmm. ago. Things have changed. We've seen a secondary that has gotten a bit soft that has given a little yep. bit too much at times. Mm -hmm. Their defense doesn't look at for I mean, once upon a time, we're looking at Warner and the crew, and we're like, yo, these brothers are no joke. They run, And since they rolled up in the Philly and bully-balled them because obviously they were salty from the NFC Championship game where they lost their quarterback and they wanted to prove a point to the Philadelphia Eagles, they forgot that there's a whole bunch of other teams waiting for them. And so because of that, I, don't th I think they've, they've tailed off significantly. I'm, I'm going to sit up there. And I want to come to the defense of, believe it or not, Cam Newton. Because mm. Cam Newton weeks ago was talking about, you know, uh, game managers or whatever. Yeah. And I saw, and I saw your boy on, um, 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 on, Channel, um, on a podcast, on, on a pivot, and he was talking about how this is what Cam meant by that because he wants to carry the team. Mm. And these guys don't have to. And I thought that was a very, very valid point that he made, and he was absolutely right. So I want to give Cam his props and you know, because a lot of people was throwing salt in his direction. And I was kind of shaky on what he was saying, but it makes perfect sense because as I look at Purdy, what Cam had to do with limited resources in yep. Carolina years ago when he took them to the Super Bowl, Shannon, RC, okay, Brock Purdy – He's got plenty of weapons. Cam Newton never had those weapons, mm -hmm. never had those weapons, okay? And look at what Brock Purdy has. But he seems to need them all in order to prosper. And others like Cam didn't have that available to them. So I'm looking at Brock Purdy, and I'm saying, you put pressure on him. You make him move out of that pocket. You don't give him a clean pocket. How does he look? You make him scramble to his left. How does he look? You make him, you, you get in his face. How does he look? And, I'm, and you don't have Debo. How does he look? And to me, you can't be that kind of team going up against a yeah. Kansas City with, led by Patrick Mahomes or Baltimore led by Lamar Jackson. And I got to consider you the favorite. I think based off of what we've seen, Baltimore would take them again. And I think that Kansas City would have a good shot to beat this San Francisco 49ers team. I wouldn't give, I'd give him a shot, but he wouldn't be the favorites. They would be. I'm about to um, make a confession. Mm. The single hardest thing I had to do this year was act like Brock Purdy deserved to be in the conversations with the other people we're mentioning in that tweet. Mm. Because he was playing extremely well and operating in that offense and distributing the ball to Kittle and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, we had to continue to include him in conversations with the Lamar Jacksons. We had to continue to include him in conversations with the Josh Allen. Those things are not alike. Brock Purdy is a fine player. Brock Purdy can operate in Kyle Shanahan's offense at an extremely efficient level. Brock Purdy doesn't raise the level of play of anyone around him. And so when you talk about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, the people around them benefit 
from having those sorts of players at the quarterback position. Brock Purdy benefits from having the sort of players he has at the skill positions around him. And so when we look at that game against the Green Bay Packers, even with Jordan Love throwing an inopportune, inexplicable interception to end the game, I was sitting there watching them going, man, the world should be, the NFL world should be excited that Jordan Love doesn't play for the San Francisco 49ers. And we are starting, at least in my opinion, to get into the realm the San Francisco 49ers used to be with Jimmy Garoppolo, where it was, yeah, with Kyle Shanahan calling plays, we could be really good. With the players around him, we could be really good. But can our quarterback take us to the next level? And now that it's getting down to the critical football moments, to the moments that turn good players into legends, that turn good teams into teams we never forget, you're starting to see. You don't take Brock Purdy over Jared Goff right now, and you for sure don't take Brock Purdy over the two dudes on the other side in the AFC. So if you're the San Francisco 49ers, you're thinking to yourself right now, this team that we were starting to run through our quarterback better run through Uncle Shannon's nephew, Christian McCaffrey. Because if it doesn't, they're going to find themselves at home again without a ring. Stephen, remember we had this conversation, who's the most important 49er? Was yep. it Brock Purdy or Christian McCaffrey? We said I CFC. said Christian McCaffrey. You remember we said, oh, is he elite? I said, guys, he's a good player having a great year. That doesn't make him a great player. He's a good player having a great year. And we saw that, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There, have been a, there have been guys that have won Super Bowls on great teams that played a part, and they won the game. But that doesn't make him Tom Brady. That doesn't make him Peyton Manning. That doesn't make him a Pantheon or John Elway, one of these historically great quarterbacks. And that's okay. We just need to understand and look, take Brock Purdy for what he is. Yep. He's a fine player. He's exceeded all expectations of what the 49ers and by any uh, 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 prognosticator thought he could become. And that's okay. But you're absolutely right. I don't think they would be favored over any team in the AFC. And their defense has taken a step back. They're a little back. They're a little. They're they're a little soft on the back end because if, if you go at someone other than Ward, you can pretty much have your way. On third and fifteen, I don't know why Thomas would even let the guy get behind him so he could pi him. Yep. Right, third and fifteen. How you let the guy get behind you? So I agree with everything that you, both of you guys have said. If these teams meet, if they beat Kansas City or Baltimore, I believe Baltimore or Kansas City would be favored. Let me say this to y'all, a couple of things, just uh, one note, and then after that a question for the both of you. Brock Purdy, 2022, in a loss to the Chiefs, came off the bench, 44% completions, zero touchdowns, one interception. Brock Purdy versus the Ravens in the loss last month. 56% completions, zero touchdowns, four interceptions. Mm -hmm. So what we're talking about is 56, you're talking about an average of 50% completions, zero touchdowns, and five interceptions against the two teams that are facing for the AFC Championship game. That's number one. Having said that, I'll throw this question to the both of you. What would make a better Super Bowl? Kansas City or Baltimore versus San Francisco or Kansas City, Baltimore versus Detroit? Based off of what we just said 
about San Kansas Francisco. City, Baltimore versus I still believe it's Can- I still believe it's Kansas City for the simple fact. No, 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 hold on. No, he's saying the NFC teams yeah, versus I, either San Francisco or Detroit. Which one would make the better Super Bowl, Detroit or San Francisco, based I, against one of the AFC teams? That's what I'm asking. I still I still believe it'll be the 49ers because of the auxiliary players around. Yep. I believe right. Debo. Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, IU, Jennings, I still and Kyle Shanahan dialing up that offense, I still believe the 49ers yeah. would be a better matchup. That's just me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. Um, you asked me this the week before the Baltimore Ravens played the San Francisco 49ers, and I say without question, yeah. it's the San Francisco 49ers. Right. The way I'm watching Jared Goff execute in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The way that Dan Campbell has this team playing on both sides of the football, because we all know this, defensively, they don't have the roster of the San Francisco 49ers, right. but Aaron Glenn has made some adjustments to put pressure on the quarterback, to play man on the back end, that makes this team explosive defensively, which is difficult to do. And I think when it comes down to that game, it comes down to quarterbacks. And it comes down to the quarterbacks that are going to show up in the most important moments. And a confidence I had in Brock Purdy early on in the season, I don't have it anymore. And maybe it was the weather. Maybe it was the fact that he couldn't grip the ball, uh, Stephen A. But that ain't no excuse when it's time to make plays. And so for me right now, I'm picking the Detroit Lions to beat the San Francisco 49ers because I believe they will have the best yeah. chance against and, those and other again, two teams. And again, I said this earlier. I, I know Shannon. You said he's. You think he'll definitely play. But according to Adam Schefter, Debo obviously left the game with the shoulder. He's right. 50-50 to play as of now. Well, let me say get this. Out there. Without Debo, they have no chance. We don't even. Want, we shouldn't want to see San Francisco in the Super Bowl if Debo wouldn't be available. Not say he wouldn't be available because he would be available for the Super Bowl if he didn't play next week. But I'm just saying that they're considerably less than what we see them to be yes. without Debo. That's yeah. number one. Number two. Number two. You know what a roundabout way you're saying, RC. Jared Goff is better than Purdy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that ain't no question. So, so, so I'm saying that because I got questions about Detroit's defense as well. Yeah. I saw Mike Evans have a field day with him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what if that was Travis Kelsey? I mean, yeah, I, I understand it one's a receiver, one's a tight end. But yeah. I'm just looking at it from yeah. that perspective. But – I do like what I'm seeing from Detroit, but I'm with Shannon. I got to hold on to the personnel. I'm thinking Debo. I'm thinking Kittle. I'm thinking Christian McCaffrey. I'm thinking all of that. Hey, all I'm saying is this. I'm on Ross St. Brown, Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs. We can't sleep on some of those playmakers in Detroit as well. Offensively, I don't have any questions about I already said it earlier. I want Ravens Lions. I'm looking at the the 49ers front four. I'm not worried about Jerry Goff going anywhere. That's true. Now, now, That's true. now those guys get to hunt, and they don't have to worry about a mobile cor- cor- uh, quarterback yeah. getting mm-hmm. out of pocket because yep. you've got to worry about, you know, you've got to worry about Lamar Jackson. You've got to worry about Patrick Mahomes. Jerry Goff ain't Jordan going Love this week you had to worry about. Jordan Love, exactly. Nice. Yeah. I'm, not got, I'm not worried about Jerry Goff going anywhere. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift 
just in time for Mother's Day, whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. Welcome back. Magic Mahomes did it again as he threw for 215 and two TDs to help lead the Chiefs to their sixth conference championship game in just seven seasons. This feat hasn't been done since that guy uh, this is where he stacks up against the GOAT through his first seven seasons. So Mahomes has won two MVPs to Brady zero. They both won the AFC three times, but Mahomes can make it four, and Mahomes has a chance to match Brady's three Super Bowl wins. Okay, Shannon. Shannon, Shannon, Shannon. Is Mahomes threatening Brady's GOAT status? Well, he's absolutely threatening. Um, you know, you see, you, you had the numbers up on the screen, Marlon. You can see he's basically ahead as far as yardage, touchdown. Uh, he was a two-time MVP. Brady had not won any regular season MVPs. Uh, he was a, a two-time first-team All-Pro. Brady had not won any of those yet. So he's definitely trending. The thing is, is that Brady was so great in his 20s and his 30s. And so that's what Mahomes, but he's ahead of the curve. He's definitely threatening it. Stephen, I think we can we can only have this conversation once he gets to four. Once he gets to four Super Bowls, we can have a serious discussion. But because Tom put it out there so far with seven Super Bowls, five MVPs, until somebody gets to four, and that's where he had to do. He had to pass Joe because Joe had four and three regular season and three Super Bowl MVPs. I think once Mahomes get there, because his regular season numbers are going to be so far ahead of what Brady did at that point in time. Once he gets to four, I think we can have a real, real serious discussion. Well, I think the word, the operative word is threatening, Shannon. And if yeah, he is. used that word threatening, he's clearly doing that. And, and Absolutely. let's just throw this out right there. You talk about since the 1970 merger. Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady ranked one and two in the NFL in quarterback win percentage, combining both the regular season and the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes is at 77.7% with an 87 and 25 record. Tom Brady was at 75.1%. So he actually has a higher winning percentage than Tom Brady. He's been to three Super Bowls, all right, in his first six seasons. One, two, lost one, whereas Tom Brady won three. We get that. But he also has two league MVPs in those first six seasons. Yes. Tom Brady had none. He no. won three later on. And so when I look at it from that perspective, in your first six years, you're in six AFC, six consecutive AFC championship games. Your first six seasons. That means even your first year as a starter, you were in an AFC championship game. This is who Patrick Mahomes is, okay? And so when I look at it from that perspective, I mean, when you're talking about his playoff losses in his career, they both came against Tom Brady. Yeah. AFC championship game and the Super Bowl when Tom Brady was in Tampa. That's the only person that has beaten him. So if you want Joe to Joe Burrow say, beat him. Remember, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow beat him. Yeah, Joe Burrow beat him last year. Joe Burrow beat him last year. I two years ago. Joe oh, cool. Burrow, that, that's right. Two years ago, I'm sorry. So you have that going on. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is those two losses to Tom Brady is the only thing 
that anybody can definitively say to offset the momentum that Patrick Mahomes is gaining towards touching Tom Brady. Tom Brady has two victories against him. Outside of that, nothing. Is it closer than LeBron and MJ? Yes. <laughs> No. Yes. We're not yes. going off target. No. I didn't no. tee no. you up. No. No. Yes. yes. Brian is the finals goat. losses. I'm not trying to Brian disrespect LeBron goat. James. Love LeBron so you, James. So. No. It is, it is not closer. Once you said somebody was the GOAT other than LeBron, my system just shut down. I didn't hear That's anything right. else. And, and my system shut down the minute and you Steven say that somebody that other than MJ. Steven saying the distance is closer with Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes than the distance yes. between LeBron and MJ, yes. Shannon. Le LeBron is in the front. So just stop it. Just stop it. I mean, let's, 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 look, damn it. What you gonna do? You, you gonna sit Cat Williams on me next? That's what you gonna do? You gonna try to make it, you gonna try to get him to help your argument? Because yeah. it's not gonna work. You don't need work, to go okay? viral anymore, it's Shannon. Not gonna, it's not gonna work. We, we right, already done this. Then. Okay, hold on. I, I got a real one for you, though, seriously. Okay. Do you think it's harder in all seriousness? Because my heart broke for those Bills fans when they were like wide right with that kick. Do you oh, think yeah. it's harder being a Bills fan or a Cowboys fan? Cowboys. Tell me why. Cowboys. Because they, they, because Jerry has sold them a bill of goods for the almost three decades. And every year, remember, this is going to be our year. And they get off to the great start and only to get let down come playoff time. So the Cowboys, remember, Buffalo's not America's team. That's what the Cowboys are. That's what they've yeah, been right. selling us since the 70s. Yeah. Go Southern, We got to get ready to go, Shannon. Let me say this, bro. Even the Cowboys don't have four consecutive Super Bowl losses. And they, they in Big D. Stex is a big state. Dallas is a metropolis. They, these people are in western New York. It's freezing. It's cold. There's blizzards all the damn time. Right. And all they got is their football team. Hey, their I football think it's team hard to losing. Be, can I throw one out? I think, it's hard, I think it's hard to be a Jets fan, too. I mean, I know they have Aaron Rodgers. Oh, man, stop. Year they could win Nobody it all. About the Jets. But it's hard for Jets fans, well, who, too. Who think about the Jets? Well, I am. Because you got I mean, some off-green color? That's why you think about the Jets? This has nothing to do with green. What does that have to do with it? And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply.